Compassionate and spiritual being currently existing in physical form. These are disciplines that we declare every single morning that we know who we are. We are wonderfully made. You are wonderfully made. You are valuable and you are very, very unique. And God's divine plan is for you to be connected to him in a loving relationship. Uh, with him and all living things. Very, very important just to know that God wants to connect with us. He doesn't want us to be disconnected to him and then come and connect. No, no, he wants a continuous connection with him so that you can be part of the miraculous flow. You can be part of what he's doing. And that, that was his, his plan right from the beginning. But the enemy came, he crawled on the Garden of Eden and put that separation, disconnected us from God. Adam and Eve went into hiding. And the Lord had to come back, try to ask them, where are you? Where are you? And they were completely hiding. And that was never God's plan. The God's plan has always been for him just be connected to you and us throughout. And when Jesus died and hung on that cross, it was to bring back that connection. He said, you know what? Never again am I going to be separated from man and to be connected to him. And there he said, those that believe, that put their hope in Jesus Christ, they'll connect them. They'll be his children. There'll be a sale of ownership, of sonship. And we get connected back to him. And that's really the beauty of being born again, is to be connected back to the Lord, uh, to the Lord. And I enjoy that miraculous flow in Jesus' name. And so we are not late. There's a reason behind everything that has happened in your life up to now. You may not understand it, but you choose to trust God. There are a lot of things that have happened to us good, bad things. We may never understand why we why we went through what we went through, why you took that portion, why did the Lord allow you to go through that and um, that season. And you know what? He's God. He's sovereign. He knows why. We just choose to trust him. When you reach a point and say, God, I don't really understand why it had, why it had to be me. But you know what? I'm, I'm at peace with it. And I just choose to trust you. The moment you reach that point, God begins to work in your life. When you're not resisting, you're not in that place of frustration. You're in a place of acceptance saying, you know, this is it. This is me. And Lord, you know what? You had a plan for me. I don't understand it. But you know what? I am choosing to trust you. You begin to become a vessel that God can be able to use to touch the world. And so you are not late. There's a reason behind everything that has happened in your life. 
And you know what? Just choose to trust God. And so this morning, let me encourage all of us that us just choose to trust God and he's going to be faithful. He's going to speak to us. And then God has plans to prosper me and my best days are ahead of you. You know what? God wants to prosper you. He wants you to, he wants to prosper you in a big way in Jesus' name. And let's say our daily prayer this morning. God, I thank you for my blessed life this magnificent universe, this beautiful new day that you've given unto us. We ask that you please bless all living things uh, today with your love, with your grace, with your abundance. And may you flow to me and through me infinite love, joy, peace, purpose, and prosperity during this, this Friday that you've given unto us. And all of us say amen, amen, amen to that in Jesus' mighty name. Let's do the mantras as well. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We declare that every single morning in this 30-day challenge, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, not by my own strength, my own wisdom, or my own experience, but through Christ who strengthens me. And so even right now, maybe you're at your lowest point, you're at your weakest point, just know that it's not by your own strength, it's a strength that we get from the Lord, and he'll enable you to go through. He'll give you the grace, he'll give you the power to be able to overcome and you know what, you come out okay. And then you are, I'm living on purpose and I am on schedule in Jesus' mighty name. A key truth that we remind ourselves uh, since the beginning of this challenge, power in the physical world is measured by how much you can lift up. Uh, it's measured by how much muscle you've got, how much body strength you've got. But when it comes to uh, spiritual things, power in the spiritual world is measured by how much you can let go. And so do you want to be powerful? Uh, people are traveling to, you know, to get water from the Jordan River and sand from, uh, you know, the, you know, the Sinai and the rocks from the Jordan and a lot of things that people are doing uh, to try to get power. But you know what? In the spiritual world, power is just measured by how much you can let go. The moment you can let go to the point where you actually just are trusting on God. You have let go of all those impurities, impurity, all those things. You can let go and, you know, reach a point where you're actually trusting God. The more you can let go, the more powerful you become. And so may the Lord help us um, uh, this morning as we continue in Jesus' mighty name. And then we have been using... The scripture in Matthew chapter 6, verses 33, uh, you know, where the Bible encourages us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto us. That has been the base of our scriptural reading. Uh, but the Lord encourages us just to seek his kingdom, uh, to, you know, to, to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And the Bible says, if we do that, all these other things shall be added unto us. And then John chapter 10, verses 10, reminds us the mission of the devil has never changed. The thief comes to kill, to steal, and to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus came that we may, we may have life and enjoy it and have it in abundance. So the Lord wants you to have life, not only having it, he wants you to enjoy it and not just enjoy it, he wants it to be in abundance and he wants to surprise you. He wants to bless you until you are in shock. You know, you know, and I pray these 30 days and there's the days ahead that God is going to shock us. He's going to shock us. You know, you look back, you know, when the Lord shocks you, he does things that you wonder, is this me? Is this, is this me? Is, is this possible? Can it be me? Is it something else? You know, what is it? this can't be me. It can't. When you look at your life now where you are and you look at where you are and you, you, you have to pinch yourself 
to ask, you know, is this me? Can it, is it really me? You know, can it be? Is it possible? This is me. That is what the Lord does. And I pray that God is going to shock us. He's going to shock you, you know, you know, as we continue in this program in the days ahead, um, you know, as you continue believing God, as you continue trusting him, the Lord will shock you. And you know, when he does that, even your enemies will come to see, they say, you know, this has to be the hand of God because they had written you off. You know, and you know, your enemies can write you off. Even people that are very close to you, I'm telling you, they, they, they can write you off. They can feel like not, they can think you are done. There are things that happen in our life that, that, that completely take us off. You know, you are going in this direction. Everything was working well. And then bang, you fall over a cliff. And it is, things are so difficult. Friends run away from you. People you thought you trusted, they run away from you. People who used to call you, they stop calling you. And they watch you to, you know, they, they start laughing at you when you're in trouble. Maybe you have lost a job or you, you know, you've lost a loved one. And now they're wondering, okay, what's going to happen to you? And you are there on your own, let me tell you. And you know what? Let me tell you, God will shock us. He's got a way of coming to surprise you and to shock you until you look back and say, wow, that was really God that got me out of that situation. Because even people had left you. People, were, people thought you are done. You are even your brothers, your sisters, they thought you are done. You are completely done. And they are waiting to see what will happen. But God rescues us. And so whatever you are this morning, my sisters, my brothers, let's encourage ourselves. Our God is a God that is able to rescue. He got Mount Moses from the backside of the desert and brought him back to lead the children of Israel in a powerful way. And so there's nothing that the Lord can't do. And that's why we are here this morning to encourage one another. So anyway, let me not get carried out by that. Um, but I, I just want to encourage us. You know, the Lord really wants to bless us until he shocks you. He'll do things. That, you know, we know when he says that he'll set a table in front of your enemy, there are things that the Lord does that your enemies are forced to come to the table and just watch. They, they just watch. They can't do anything. They can see this is the hand of God. They thought you are done. And, the, you know, God has just surprised you. He sets a table for you. And then you just sit there and watch. You didn't, you know, you didn't set the table. The table was set by God. And they are commanded to come and watch, you know, and dine on that table. The very person they thought they had buried, but here they are around a table watching God do. And that's what God does. When his hand is upon you, you know, no one can write you off in Jesus' name. Anyway, John chapter 14, verse 6, brothers and sisters, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That has been a key, key scripture for us in this 30-day challenge. And so welcome uh, to day seven. As we said, day seven is all about Sabbath. And uh, be before I go in and start, you know, basically inviting all of us here just to, you know, to share, I think it's important to understand the importance of Sabbath. The Lord rested on the seventh day. And as part of this 30-day challenge, one of the key things that you have to do, you have to carve out a time for you to rest. You have to carve out a time for you to rest, a time for you to just disconnect from everything else. And you are there. It's just about you. It's about you and God. 
It's just about him. You disconnect from your daily routines and you are there just, you know, resting, doing things different from what you are doing before. You know, resting doesn't mean you go and lock yourself in a room to sleep. It, it means that you, you stop what you are doing. You stop what you are doing in the, and just, you know, allow, you know, an uninterrupted time yourself and go on. So Sabbath is very, very biblical. It's very important for you to find yourself, to find the rest, uh, to be able to just, you know, sit down and rest um, over uh, after 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 work and so today we don't have any new lessons um you know we we just reflect on what what we have learned and i'm going to be just giving a quick summary and then in the next five minutes or so inviting all of us here just to share what we have picked so what have we done this week we kicked off um the 30 day challenge and we began by saying number one try and 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 you know up be you know come expecting from God. We also challenge each other to try to invite as many people as they can. And we said, you never know the power of an invitation. You never know what a simple invitation can do to someone. We said, reach out to as many people as you can. You know, Zacchaeus took a step to go and see Jesus passing by. He just went. He thought he's going to see Jesus passing by, and he climbed on the sycamore fig tree. And that day, he ended up hosting. The Lord Jesus Christ for dinner at his at his at his house. So you never know what the Lord will do when you step out just to have a look, just to take a look. And so encourage your friends, um, invite them up, send them the recordings. You never know what a simple invitation can do to someone. And then we said, as part of this Saturday challenge, we encourage all of us to be as supportive as possible, support one another, fellowship, share. That's what we're going to be doing here this morning, just, you know, allowing every one of us just to say what you picked up in these last six days. Uh, we are, we said, you know, be open-minded, be open-minded. Open-minded mean, meaning, you know, I'm ready. Uh, I'm coming very open to change and I'm willing to try something new. And um, I'm willing to just try something because the natural mind, the natural, the is, we like to be glued by what we know. We always, and you, if you look up, you wake up in the same way you wake up, you, you wake up on the same side of the bed. You do exactly what you do every single morning and you take the same route you take to go to work or the same routine. You follow that routine. And sometimes it's good to interrupt that routine and, and just try something else different. So be open-minded, um, you know, ask questions, fellowship, talk, share inspirations like we're going to do this morning. Um, you know, the, there's, there's power in, in, in just collaboration and, and sharing what the Lord has done. And then we said, you know, our dream life is approved, is prepared and is present. God wants you. He said he's came to give you life and have give it to you in abundance. So it's already there. It's, it's, and all you need to do is to like take the key and just unlock it. Unlock it. And that's what these 30 days is designed to do, to help us unlock our dream life. Live at a different level, vibrate at a different frequency um, in a world that is completely lost. And we hope that that's going to, to happen to us. Um, we also saw, as we are continuing, I think at the, at the beginning, we saw the importance, um, you know, the importance of, 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 we saw three reasons why people fail. We say people fail in life, not because they're not smart, because they, they lack knowledge. And, you know, people fail because they lack knowledge. And this 30 days is designed to just give us knowledge here and there. It's not all, um, but you know what, you'll get some knowledge that, uh, um, you know, can be able to move us forward. And we also said people fail because of lack of support. You, you, you know, we need each other. We need collaboration. We need to come together. 
when you are together as a group, as a team, and doing life together, and the support of one another, we're able to go far. That's why even in business, we know that we say there's power in collaboration. You cannot just be alone. It's networks that enable people to move fast. If you look at communities that work together, um, you know, as a, as a, that work together, they they go very far. You've seen the business community from um, you know from the northeastern side. They they gang together and they control an entire an entire area. You go to sleep, it is dominated by one community. Why they work they work together? If they, they you know, they, they work together and, and you can see pockets of that happening across. When people come together, they, you're able to dominate, you're able to support one another, you're able to move forward. You look at now the oil and gas sector in the country, it is controlled by one community. Why they gang up together and they work, they support one another until they dominate that area. So there's power in support. And, um, you know, one of the, the things that we're hoping this um, in this 30-day challenge, we'll also understand the importance of support, the importance of networking, the importance of collaboration, being a good collaborator, being a good play, a team player, because you only succeed when you work with others. If you go on your own, uh, you can, you'll go, we don't say you can't succeed, but there's a lot of momentum that's built when people work together. Even by you being here this morning, uh, it's, a, it's a blessing, it's an encouragement. We are here, we encourage one another and be able to move forward. And then we say the other reason why people fail is because they have a weak why. When you don't have, when you can't, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I here? Why am I waking up every morning? Why am I joining this prayer meeting? When the why is strong enough, you can be able to overcome every uh, every entrance, discouragements along the way, you'll be able to overcome in Jesus' mighty name. So that was the beginning um, of our 30-day challenge. We, we, we talked about being interested and committed. A lot of people are interested. You ask them, oh, are you are you coming, you know, for the Sunday service? You know, yes, yes, I'm he's interested. He's, I'm interested in coming, but he's not really committed. And we said for you to be successful, you need to move from interest to commitment because commitment means guaranteed success. So you need to make sure you move beyond interest in things and move into the commitment zone. Everything you do, you would operate in the commitment zone. People of commitment, they can be dependent on, they are there. Once you start operating in that zone, uh, driving on that road, that commitment zone, is a place that the Lord likes and will bless you. So again, we say, you know, God's, um, you know, has a plan for your life and he wants you to really, really connected. So that's how we did in the opening on day one, day one of the, of, 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 of the lesson we spoke about just connecting with God and the importance of this, you know, the spiritual breath process that we are doing now and connecting with God. We said you can either be living in the past while you, you're caught in the past uh, and a lot of people do that. They are caught in the past. They are stuck in things that happened to them. And, and such people, they feel like a victim. Where you are, you feel like a victim. The world has been unfair to me. My parents were unfair to me. They favored everybody. And that's why I'm who I am. So you are living in the past of the hearts, the people that hurt you, the, you know, the employers that messed you up, the friends that abandoned you. And all that negativity is carried to you in, in the past. And the others who live in the future. So, you know, they are, they are just living in the future, hoping that one day things will just turn out well. Um, and, and we said, and they also have us who live in the present, but completely, you know, discontented. You know, discontented, they are busy, harassed. And we said the best place is to bring yourself into the present peace, where it is present acceptance. And when you reach that zone, that present acceptance, you actually come into a realization, wait a minute, I'm here, this is me. Um, you know, I'm here, this is my life, and you know, you had peace with it. 
you are at peace with it. And you say, God, this is why I am. This is who I am. And I'm willing to put my trust in you. And I will not be frustrated by the past, which I don't have control over. I don't want also to, to be just living, hoping, hoping for the future. No, no. I want to bring to my present peace and knowing this is me. So whatever the situation, whatever the setting you, you are, whether you are a single person, a double person, a, a, a young person, an old person, whatever it is, you accept this is me. This is me. It's my life. I'm not embarrassed about it. I'm not um, apologetic about it. This is just me. This is it. With my mistakes, with my weaknesses, with everything, this is just me. And you come to that present acceptance. And when you reach that point, the Lord begins to use you. So that was day one um, where we, we talked about that. And then we introduced the daily disciplines where, you know, our daily prayer, our miracle list that we are writing down, uh, the pledges that we are making here every day. There's mantras that we are doing. We encourage you to take care of your body, take a walk, 10-minute walk, taking a lot of water, really being health conscious. It helps for you to do what you can to take care of the body that the Lord has given you. And then you, be, you begin to you know, become in the, start being in the receiving flow. So that was day one. And it was that day we said, okay, now start working on your dream life vision. Uh, we talked about the big seven self-assessment uh, as well, uh, which are critical to us. And we said, start working on uh, your miracle list, that writing down the things that you like the Lord to do for you uh, in, the, in the 30 days and in the days that's ahead. So that was the introduction of day one. Day two, we moved quickly to look at um, you know, the, uh, uh, well, uh, day two, we really focused on the forgiveness. We looked at um, and purifying yourself. And we start talking about writing down, uh, you know, the list of people that have hurt you, things that have happened to your life. And talk about writing forgiveness letters so that you can cleanse and you can release people from your life. And if you have not done that exercise of writing down the forgiveness letters, people that hurt you, that people that when you remember, you start crying. People that events that you remember that you know shocks you, you you know all those things means they are still alive in you. And we said write as many forgiveness letters as you can. If you don't finish that process, keep doing it. Keep continuing this thirty day challenge. Just keep writing them. Keep writing them and then burning them. We say don't send them to them on WhatsApp. No, just burn them. And the idea is there to really get yourself completely released uh, from all the hearts and offenses, so that you have a clean slate every day. Day three, we spend time looking at prayer and meditation. And we saw that meditation, um, you know, is the most important part of prayer. And we said, you cannot hear from God if you do not take time to draw near to him in meditation. And we saw the way the Bible, the word of God continues to instruct us many times to really meditate on God's word. Psalms chapter one, verses two, Joshua chapter one, verses you know, one to eight, the Lord talked to Joshua, meditate on my, on, on my word day and night. So there's power in meditation. And we said in meditation, you begin to focus. You are mulling over. You're connected with God. You're just allowing yourself to be there. That was day day three. Day four, uh, we started the desire decoding process. And we started saying, first of all, list the things that you are grateful for. Keep writing that list. Keep increasing it. We increase it almost 101. And then we also said, what are the things that you desire? Um, and we said, write down the desire. And we said, the power in this whole process is in the exercise, is in the doing. And as you do that, the Lord is enabling you to do that. So that was day four, the desired decoding process. And then day five, we continued again on our desired decoding process, but also now focusing on gratitude. And we saw how important it is for us to really be grateful. Um, and we, we read, you know, Luke chapter 17, verse 11 to 19, where, um, you know, the, the lepers, where God said, Jesus asked them, oh, and you not 10, how come only one has come back? And it's actually a Samaritan. 
And we saw that actually God wants us to be grateful. And they said, the moment you leave from a place of gratefulness, you will never see challenges. Relationships are hurting because people are not grateful. You've forgotten. People are frustrated in their jobs because they are, they are no longer grateful. When they got the jobs that we are so fired up, we are so you know, thanking God. But now down the road, you look at the job you hated, but a few years ago, you are thanking God. Why you have stopped being grateful? And as long as you leave from that position, you are going to limit how far you'll go. Say, no, no, no. Reset yourself. Be grateful for where you are, where you are, and trust God to move even to better things and not be in a spirit of complaining. So gratitude, we saw, is the key. It actually determines your altitude. The more grateful you are, the higher you will go. You begin to operate at a very different level. And it's, 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 it's in everything, whether it's in the church. When you see people who are being, um, you know, they start grumbling about the church, they've forgotten. When they came, they, 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 the church, they were very excited, even in the ministry. But down the road, when you stop being grateful and you don't really appreciate uh, what the Lord has done through the church, through the ministry, you start being critical. You start being obnoxious. You start, you know, the very thing that you treasured a few years ago, now you are no longer grateful. And when you do that, you're cutting off your blessings. It's, it's normally like it's instantaneous. You're chopping off the floor from God. But when you remain in a position of gratitude, you treasure your friends, you treasure your relationships, you treasure your leaders, you treasure the people that are close to you, your parents, you're grateful for what you have. You know, you, you don't see challenges. You're able to go through all those challenges in Jesus' name. So anyway, that was day five, gratitude and desires. And yesterday, day six, we spent some time in decoding these desires. You remember the story I gave you of the young man who was really praying, trusting God, saying his number one desire was for him to earn a commission of $250,000. And when you drill down, we realized actually he didn't want the commission of $250,000. All he was looking for is love. But you know what? He was, it, it was coming out as a, as a prayer item, a, you know, a desire for, to, to, to earn a commission. But when you drill down, you realize actually, Oh, he only wanted love. That was the main thing. And so it's important for us to drill down in our desires so that we know we can be able to pick up what the Lord is doing. So anyway, 